Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Wednesday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you, wherever you're listening, we are glad to have you along for the ride as we get closer to another college football weekend. You want to be a part of the conversation, you know the way to do it. Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. At Ceasefire, they're in search of the ambitious, the curious, the norm breakers, the never settlers. At Seaspire, they love to innovate and live to make technology faster, smarter, better, and more accessible every day. You can work in the field of cutting-edge technology with one of the best mid-sized companies in the United States, according to Forbes. It's more than a job or a paycheck. It's an opportunity of a lifetime. Aspire to more. Go to cspire.com slash careers to apply today. Sports Talk coming to you from... The Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Find out all that's going on at the Golden Moon Casino. And, of course, Pearl River Resort is home to the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Boys, happy Wednesday, middle of the week, close to football this weekend. And we have got, I think, at least on the surface, entertaining non-conference games this weekend. Great storyline surrounding Memphis and Mississippi State. Great storyline surrounding Ole Miss Tulane. And a big challenge for Southern Miss as they try to get a home win against a pretty good Troy team. Yeah, Troy, who should have beaten Liberty last week, possibly. Ended close, up getting that game, game, but it was closer than I thought it would be, for sure. Yeah. It's almost as if Liberty is Liberty, and in fact, they are not a football dynasty like some people around here think they are. They may still have the players that Liberty... Tends to get. By and large, yes. But hey, you know, they're the next Alabama, actually. I mean, they could probably go to Tuscaloosa and beat Nick Saban. Probably not. Oh, no, they could. That's what people around here are telling me. Greatest coach in America. Those people are wrong, and uh, we shouldn't appreciate what they have to say. You're not being even a little bit hyperbolic, are you, Borky? A little bit, but... I mean, you've seen some of the texts we've gotten. Oh, I know. I know. There are people that think like that around here. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, as it turns out, Hugh Freeze is a good football coach, but you need elite players to beat 
elite teams. Uh, yeah, and we'll see. That's kind of how it works. I, I do. I was thinking about this earlier, actually. Uh, it, it is, you know, an Ole Miss angle. You know, states got a little bit different situation with the quarterback. Not very much confidence with state fans and their quarterback. It it's probably too much in the negative direction. Like, hey, that said, what eight start? Yeah, that's correct. And people are, I think, hypercritical of Will Rogers. I think on the flip side, there are a lot of people around here that don't quite appreciate the special talent that they have right now playing quarterback for them. I think it's overlooked, honestly. How many first-round picks does Ole Miss have in their history as a football program? At the quarterback position? At the quarterback position. How many first-round picks? Well, it could be more than two. I don't know what Charlie Connerly or Jake Gibbs or Glenn Griffin were picked, but, you know. The last one was almost two decades ago. Yeah, I know the Mannings were first-rounders. Eli Manning's last year at Ole Miss is getting close to drinking age. I mean, what you have right now doesn't come around very often. And I think there are... There's some people that don't quite appreciate what they've got. I mean, if you look at every Heisman list, these are voters. People that have a vote in the Heisman that are putting lists out there. One or two. If he plays for himself average football for the rest of the season, nothing extraordinary, nothing bad, an NFL team is going to mortgage their future on him. That's just that's how it works now in the NFL. If you're a first-round pick, a team is mortgaging their future on you. I don't know if we appreciate that or not. Not enough, anyway. If it's not appreciated enough, I mean, I understand what you're saying about first-round quarterback picks. And, you know, there have been none since Eli Manning. But I think the flip side of that is Ole Miss, despite multiple coaches and not necessarily recruiting guys out of high school and then grooming them and developing them, has had really good quarterback play for better part of a decade, right? I mean, before Matt Corral, it was Jordan Tamu, who turned out to be better than anybody thought he was going to be. And before Jordan Tamu, it was Chad Kelly. And before Chad Kelly, it was Bo Wallace. Yes, I know Shea Patterson was in there. Let's just kind of mark that off because... He was not nearly as good as all the accolades coming in had him being. I mean, he was the guy that came to Ole Miss out of high school and then underperformed. I mean, there was that splash on the the first night when he came in and won at Texas A and M, and and there were some good moments with Shea Patterson, but you know, ultimately didn't get drafted after transferring and despite all of the hype. It is only two, by the way. I'm surprised by that. Connerly and Manning? No, the Mannings. Manning and Manning. Knock on wood, no injury or unprecedented blow-up aside, Matt Corral is on pace to do something that only a Manning has done in the history of the school. When did football start there? Late 1800s? Maybe, maybe early 1900s. Yes. It's yeah, been a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Late, later, yeah. I mean, it, it's like 128 something years, right, of football. He will be the only non-Manning. Yeah. To do you that. kept saying Mannings, Mannings. I was thinking 
Peyton didn't go to Ole Miss, guys. <laughs> I was like, oh, Archie. Oh, man. Archie, He's you pretty- mean. Yes. Yes. That Manning. That I'll Manning. You. Richard, I'll give you $100 if you can tell me the highest drafted Ole Miss quarterback other than Archie and Eli. There has to have been somebody besides Chad Kelly. Oh, yeah, there's plenty. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Perry Lee Dunn. Ooh. Fourth round pick in 1964. There you go. Who are the others? Who are the other quarterbacks from Ole Miss that have been drafted? There have been 12 of them. Uh, Charlie Connerly is obviously one. Hold on. Let me get it going here. So Charlie Connerly. uh, Oh, where did it go? Uh, Eagle Day. Yep. uh, Jake Gibbs. Glenn Griffin. I I got three of them. Perry Lee Dunn. uh, Archie Manning. Norris Weiss. Bill Maloof. Um, is 4K drafted? No. Or if he, okay. he, I think he didn't he go to the USFL to start. That may have been the case. I think that is the case. Uh, I missed one. Where did he go? Kent Austin. B- believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, and there's Eli, and then Chad Kelly. Yeah. Somebody said you can't count the entire time because there wasn't an NFL 128 years ago. Okay, there was an NFL true. 101 years ago. Same difference. I'm sure Peanut Hodge or whatever the guy's name was in 1901 was a hell of a talent. But well, you know, I've got a a relative on one of the original professional football teams, the Pottsville Maroons. Hey, and he is in the Hall of Fame. So I technically have a by blood connection to the Professional Football Hall of Fame. It's good stuff. Very yeah. random. Pottsville Maroons. That, remember that for trivia night. Hey, One just of the first sticking five. with the sticking with the quarterback conversation for a second, and going back to where you began with Will Rogers. Hey, Dad. In any other era, or under any other coach at Mississippi State, would we be looking at Will Rogers' performance through eight starts through a different lens? And is there a different expectation because of what Mike Leach quarterbacks have done throughout his career and therefore grading Will Rogers on perhaps a different scale? I think that's a good point. I think when you hear Mike Leach, you expect his quarterbacks to throw for 4,000 yards and 35 touchdowns. So that, that might be a little unfair. But that being said, I think Mike Leach might be the best possible coach for a quarterback like Will Rogers. Because think about Joe Moorhead or Dan Mullen. Was Will Rogers going to carry the ball 15, 20 times a game? Is he going to run the football with Will Rogers? That seems like a recipe for disaster. He's not He's not the kind of quarterback you want for that. So I think the Leach system fits what Rogers can do the best. Um, and his numbers are good through eight games. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, I, I think we do sort of view him unfairly because Mike Leach and his quarterback tradition. Ultimately, the two most important things in terms of being a quarterback in Mike Leach's system are the head on your shoulders and your accuracy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, you know, it's not 
physical talent as much. It's not the ability to run the football. It's not even the ability necessarily to push it down the field with a ton of velocity. It's can you hit guys and can you identify who's open? Sports Talk Mississippi just getting started. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion. However, due to these slick roadways, please allow yourself a little extra time to get to and from your destinations this afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John All Britain. At All Britain's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britain's as their diamond store. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. What are the kids singing about? You know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you 
thoughts that there's a future for Michael Borky in the uh, the marketing department at ESPN, especially as it pertains to College Game Day? You know how uh, College Game Day loves to throw out nicknames for weekends. You know, it's it's a, a rivalry, re, you know, Redemption Saturday or rivalry Saturday or Judgment Day or whatever. Well, Michael Borky has a uh, a name for this weekend in college football. What is that name? Education Saturday. I feel like we are going to learn this weekend more about our local teams and some beyond than at any point so far in, in the early season. You want me to run through them? Do it. Yes, but yes, but I'm picking apart your marketing wizardry. Why? Because I'm Don't trying to come up no, because of alliteration. I'm trying to come up with a synonym for education that starts with an S. So that it can be something Saturday. School. Schooling Saturday. Scholastic School. Saturday. Scholastic Saturday. Okay. There we go. All right, so in Oxford, Ole Miss's defense is very clearly, you can see it with your eyes. If you don't, you're being obtuse and proved. They are. But how much? It's possible, if not certain, that Tulane is probably the best challenge for Ole Miss so far this season. Nationally, there's still little faith in the unit. Can they shut that down and silence that this weekend? Tulane's offense is extremely multiple. And not like a, they've got a quarterback that can throw and a running back they can, that can run. No, you're going to see spread concepts. You're going to see triple option concepts. It's crazy. And they pray, if you watch the Oklahoma game, they prayed on blown assignments. They didn't have better athletes in Oklahoma. They didn't have guys that were outrunning Oklahoma's defense. They had guys that were running wide open. Misdirections, things like that. Oklahoma blew assignments, didn't play responsibility football and Tulane eight. So, Ole Miss defense is approved, cl- but abundantly how clear. Willie Fritz is a good football coach. It it pops when you watch that game. I mean, that offensive game plan, it, it's special, man. It's and good. It's they good. had Oklahoma scrambling mentally. They had them scrambling. Do you remember when Willie Fritz was at Georgia Southern and his name would pop up for jobs and ultimately Tulane hired him and the conversation was, ooh, they're going to go triple option at Tulane. Willie Fritz is not a guy that you can just pigeonhole. It feels like probably if Ken Niamatololo probably took a job somewhere besides Navy, that there would be maybe triple option football. Maybe that's not fair. Maybe Paul Johnson, when he was at Georgia Tech, is the better example. If you were hiring Paul Johnson, you were hiring him to coach the triple option. That's what he did. But if you try to pigeonhole Willie Fritz into you ran the triple option at Georgia Southern, that's what you're going to run at Tulane, then you were sorely mistaken. Because he's shown his ability to adapt and to take principles from the triple option, as Borky was just saying a second ago, and misdirection stuff and a downfield passing game and a mobile quarterback, and meld that into what Tulane is doing offensively, and they've been effective with it. Yeah. That's the challenge for Ole Miss. It's not athletes. It's responsibility. Can you maintain gap integrity? Can you maintain your assignments? Because they are going to do tricky stuff to try to get you out of position. Oklahoma didn't stay in position. That's why Tulane scored 35 points. In Memphis, Mississippi State has played like crap one week, and Mississippi State flat-out dominated a better opponent 
the next week. So which Mississippi State is the real Mississippi State? Memphis gave up a bunch of points and yards last week at Arkansas State, who has waterfalls in their stadium, by the way. Interesting pictures, if you go look through the pictures of that game. Uh, But the Liberty Bowl can get tricky. We've seen it in the past, at least for Ole Miss, not Mississippi State. And Memphis clearly can score. They are explosive and they can score. So which Mississippi State is the real one? Louisiana Tech, Mississippi State? Or NC State, Mississippi State? And you can break that down even further. Is it first quarter, fourth quarter Mississippi State from Louisiana Tech? Or is it second quarter, third quarter from, from that game? You know, th- th- There were two Mississippi States in that game alone. So, yeah. You know, the, the one that shows up, whoever shows up on Saturday, you know, if it's second, third quarter Mississippi State, no chance. No chance to win. First and fourth quarter, they'll win by, by three-plus touchdowns. I cannot make my mind up just in terms of thinking about this game between Memphis and Mississippi State. And by the way, Greg Gaston will join us in the 4 o'clock hour today. He is uh, co-host of Middays on Sports 56 in Memphis and also is the sideline reporter for the uh, Memphis Tigers. So we'll talk to him a little bit about Memphis and kind of what he expects to see when Memphis and Mississippi State meet on uh, on Saturday afternoon in the Liberty Bowl. I cannot make my mind up, though, if I think this is going to be a track meet or if it's going to be one-sided. I don't see this game playing out as 24-17. Yeah. I, I, I just don't. And, and I mentioned that yesterday. I feel like Mississippi State either kind of blows it out of the water or they are praying for dear life that they win the football game at the end. I don't see a scenario where Mississippi State gets blown out because I'm not sure that Memphis's defense is good enough to, to do that. This is a, this to, is a to, three to outcome for game. That. Talk about on, the, on the podcast, I talk about four outcome games. Either team can win in a blowout. Either team can win close. This is a three outcome game. Memphis could win close, and State could win close or in a blowout. I think so. Yeah, Memphis beating it, up on it, Mississippi State would genuinely shock me. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be pretty surprised, yeah. But through three quarters, we were genuinely shocked that that's what Louisiana yeah. Tech was doing. No, you're not I mean, wrong. You're not Mississippi wrong. Mississippi State flipped a switch because that game went from, holy cow, Louisiana Tech's not just winning this game. They're beating the crap out of Mississippi State. I mean, up 20 mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. Hey, Dad was tweeting about coffins. I called it a disaster. I mean, that's where it was. <laughs> that's where it was. Yeah. All right, so who else is getting edumacated? Moving on, in Gainesville, Dan Mullen was hired at Florida to compete for championships, getting beat by three scores at home if Alabama covers the spread, regardless of the opponent, is not competing for championships in year four. Which quarterback is the one of the future? Is it Emory Jones, or is it this other guy who looks like a Dan Mullen quarterback, although he's got a hamstring injury? Uh, And Alabama faces, I think, clearly their biggest test of the season so far. Is Bryce Young, the young quarterback, ready for an environment that he's about to step into? Is Dan Mullen in Florida ready to actually compete for championships? He's been close, but a shoe stopped him from being closer than he could have been. So who's going to be the quarterback in Florida? Are they ready to to compete for championships? And is the young quarterback at Alabama prepared for an environment which will be nasty in Gainesville on Saturday? 
Swamp's going to be really good. Swamp's going to be really, really good. This is a hard sellout. It has been for a while. Tons of anticipation anytime you have a team like Alabama coming in. Or, or not a team like Alabama. Tons of anticipation anytime you have Alabama coming in. First time for Alabama to play in the Swamp since 2011. It's not one of those where you get it every other year. Obviously, like you do with, with LSU, it's the stupid rotation where it goes forever between having them at, uh, at your own place. Florida has looked more like a Dan Mullen offense through the first couple of games, especially in comparison to what they did a year ago. I do think this is a credit to Dan Mullen. He takes what he's got and figures out a way to win with it. Kyle Trask was not going to win running the football a ton. And they weren't great in the backfield. They were good in the backfield. They weren't great in the backfield. And so they threw it all over the yard, and it was because he had – Kyle Pitts, and it was because he had weapons on the outside and because Kyle Trask could throw the football. He knows Emory Jones can't throw the football. We talked about that this offseason. Everybody was trying to convince you that, well, Emory Jones, I mean, you know, special time. He can't throw. Can't throw the football, yeah. He's not a good enough passer to be a good quarterback in the SEC. And if you're a one-dimensional quarterback in the SEC, you can't win at a championship level, to Borky's point. So what about Richardson? Is he going to be able to throw enough? He's shown special talent with his legs. Special talent. He's big with his legs. too. Big guy. I, I with him being injured, I wouldn't risk it this week. Just let Embry Jones. You're going to lose regardless. Let Embry Jones go out there, take the loss, and then next week when Richardson's feeling better, make the change. How long is that a game? Is this one of those deals where Alabama either forces a three and out or gets the ball first and goes? 75 yards in six plays that takes a minute and a half, and it's seven to nothing. Not long. This will look a lot like Mullins' games. I mean, think about his 2014 team at State. What was the, that game was what 26, 25 to three at one point. This, this won't be a game for long. Is that the We Believe game? No, that's the uh, number one MSU loses game. Oh, what year was We Believe? 12, and that game finished 38 to seven. We'll keep looking at uh, the games that fall into Borky's education Saturday, scholastic Saturday, schooling Saturday, scholarship Saturday. Just play with play with words. Fun with words. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, a 40% chance of showers, low around 70 degrees. Thursday, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 84. And for your finally Friday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green. The new degree of comfort. 
Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. The Waterford on Highland Colony is much more than bingo and bread pudding. Call us to see why we're doing retirement right at the Waterford on Highland Colony in Ridgeland, 601-856-6131. 601-856-6131. The Waterford, proud sponsors of Old Miss Sports. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? Quit wasting your time and get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We are your pre-owned headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. We've got an amazing selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. With such a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Looking for a truck or Jeep? We have them. In two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, lifted and customized, we've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Worried about past credit issues? Don't be. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. One. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your pre-owned HQ. Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. See dealer for details with credit. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. After a closed briefing on Afghanistan, Senator Roger Wicker, a senior member of the Senate Armed Services Committee, said there are questions that remain unanswered. What is this administration promising to the new terrorist regime, the Taliban, that is now in charge of the government in, in Afghanistan? Do they intend to offer quid pro quos in order to get our citizens out, special immigrant visa allies out, missionaries out of Afghanistan? How does this administration intend to negotiate with this new terrorist government? And how in the world do they think we can go forward on a basis like that? Two open Afghanistan oversight hearings are set for later this month, featuring testimony from Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and several others. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm and get your news on the go with the Supertalk Mississippi app. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. 
Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Communication system is a go. go. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Supertalk Mississippi. Exactly. So Borky says it is a time to go to school Saturday. I just keep changing it. You're kind of butchering <laughs> it now. Games where we will learn. Ole Miss Tulane. Mississippi State Memphis. Florida Alabama. And then maybe the biggest of them all. A couple more to get to, but maybe the biggest of them all. Auburn at Penn State. Yeah, and we really know nothing at all about Auburn. I've seen some people react because, of course, you do, especially one state over. You've got to talk about the team that you've seen. Auburn can run the football against Akron and Alabama State because I hope they would have been able to do that. But what are they? We have no no idea at all. They've had the benefit of a pathetic schedule, and Penn State is 2-0, and although close wins against Wisconsin, it didn't exactly blow you away offensively with their win over Ball State. It's going to be an insane atmosphere, but we're going to find out who Auburn actually is as opposed to what we think they might be. Bo Nix threw two games, two blowouts, in which he hasn't played the entire game, but two games nonetheless is completing 74% of his passes. He is 29 of 39, 383 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, and he's only been sacked one time. The story for me with Bo Nix continues to be, once they get into league play against Penn State this week, when there is pressure either real or perceived, does Bo Nix immediately bail out of the pocket? Or does he stand in, stick with his fundamentals, stay grounded, stay on plane, and make the throws that he physically is capable of making, though he is not consistently made, when under any pressure whatsoever in his two previous years as a starter? I feel like Bo Nix at this point in his career has shown us who he is. And I think that you'll, I mean, like he's, like you've been saying, he hasn't played anybody this year. So I think when we see real, real competition, you'll see the real Bo Nix, which well, is who we've seen the last two years. Is that fair? If, if this we was know his... that Bo Nix is athletically very, very gifted, he is physically and athletically gifted, and he's got a big arm. And he's had a guy coaching him for the last two years that has no history whatsoever of making quarterbacks better while they play under him. 
Mm-hmm. And now his coach is quite the opposite. I mean, Brian Harson has a reputation of doing a good job coaching and growing his quarterbacks, which is polar opposite from Gus. Okay. What I would say is, outside of the you know developing quarterbacks, because the guy I'm going to mention, he developed quarterbacks, but didn't you just sort of describe Nick Fitzgerald? Good athlete. You know, I mean, I, I I don't see a lot of differences between those two guys. And Fitzgerald, much as I loved him, great, tough football player, just didn't have everything you needed as a passer to play in the SEC. Luckily, he was the best running quarterback in the SEC. Bo Nix is sort of the same way. Great athlete, but I don't I just don't think he's he's that good but of a quarterback. Was there ever a point, even against bad teams, where Nick Fitzgerald was completing seventy five percent of his passes? No. Well, and I have to go back have and look. I don't know. With Bo I don't. I don't know that for sure. I have to go back and look at his stats. But I mean, his his completion percentage for his career was like fifty six percent. Right. So I mean, I just I just don't, I I don't I'm not a I'm not a Bo lever. I don't believe in Bo Nix. But to your credit, if the information information changes, yeah, it we'll, changes. We'll change too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if Bo Nix goes into Happy Valley and he stands in the pocket and he completes sixty five percent of his passes and he throws for three hundred and twenty five yards with three touchdowns and an interception, and Auburn wins, you may feel differently about Bo Nix. Yeah, on Monday. That's why we're learning. Ah, I see what you did there. What other games? Because we we don't know. Uh, How about Baton Rouge? Central Michigan? Probably not something that jumps off the page at you. It's not really a game that you pay attention to, but LSU, let's just be honest, has looked like crap. Even in their scoreboard-dominant win over McNeese, it was not an inspiring performance whatsoever. And Central Michigan's not just going to roll over for them. They didn't for Missouri. They won't do it in Baton Rouge. It's a very important few weeks for Ed Orgeron, not from a wins and losses standpoint so much as it's got to look different. Central Michigan in the opener against Missouri lost 34-24. And Missouri had... I just couldn't pull away. It was seven apiece at the end of a quarter. It was 17-14 at halftime. It was 21-14, sorry, 24-14 at the end of the third quarter. And then both teams scored 10 in the fourth quarter. It couldn't pull away. And there was some success throwing the ball for Central Michigan. There was some success running the ball for Central Michigan in that game. And then last week, Central Michigan wins 45 nothing against Bob Morris. I didn't know Robert Morris had a football team. Which apparently they do, and Central Michigan had no trouble with them. Jim McElwain will be on the sideline. You remember, he missed the opener against Missouri yeah. after having an emergency appendectomy. He's won in Tiger Stadium before. With Alabama. No, with Florida. Florida beat LSU with him as the coach? I guess they did, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Twice, and I think. obviously was on staffs at Alabama that won in Tiger State. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, 
And Central Michigan's quarterback, by the way, I bet you guys don't know his name because I didn't either until show prep today. Jacob Sermon threw Peter two Sermon's son threw two interceptions mm-hmm. against Missouri, and they still played it that close. He's a big guy, six five, two thirty. It's not yeah. actually Peter Sermon's son. It's his nephew. Well, it's definitely Is not it? Peter Sermon's son because he yes. uh, he has turnovers affiliated with him. It is his nephew. What else? All right, and uh, the last one, in Bloomington. I'm fascinated by this Oh, one. this is a good game. Good good call, Warky. Yeah, Cincinnati just joined the Big 12. They even took the field last week holding a Big 12 flag in their hands. Luke Fickles being named for the USC job. He said the grass isn't always greener. He's fine in Ohio. He is from Ohio, and so is his wife. But, you know, that's out there. They're in the Big 12 now. It's a Power 5 league, although just technically – are they ready to prove that they really belong at this level? Now, it's a different situation. It's not Cincinnati from the AAC going to Indiana. It's nationally ranked top 10 Cincinnati from the Big 12. Not yet, but from the Big 12 going to play an unranked Big 10 team. Those are games you're supposed to win. I think this is a big weekend in general for the new Big 12, but especially Cincinnati. We think you can compete. You almost beat Georgia in a bowl game last year. But are you ready? And are you actually a good addition that will keep the Big 12 a Power 5 league? If you go to Bloomington and lose, that's not what ranked teams from the Big 12 are supposed to do. Cincinnati at number 8 in both the AP poll and the coaches poll. Luke Fickle has built more than a team. He's built a program. And look, the reason that Cincinnati got a Big 12 invitation is because they built a good football program and they've committed to it. They've done some pretty significant facility upgrades, and they've been winning. They've been winning on the field. Go back to Butch Jones. Brian Kelly before that, is that right? Was it Brian Kelly at Cincinnati and then Butch Jones? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Tommy Tuberville? They don't like to talk about that one, but... Yeah, that was that was not a great spot. And then Luke Fickle. And he's done a good job. That's a good team. Lost their defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, last year. Mm-hmm. Remember, he interviewed for coach. the LSU job and yeah. told them no. And he wasn't Looks the like only smart one that move. told them no. Looks like smart moves by the people who told them no. We all knew that was just going to be a one-year deal. I think he was part of a list of names that was long and distinguished that said no yeah. to Ed Ogeron. On both sides of the ball, probably. Yeah. I don't think Jake Peets was the first choice. How about the fact that if Indiana wins this game against Cincinnati, it would be fairly seismic upset? Yeah. Which is a little crazy considering where Indiana was a year ago. It was just kind of the darling of college football. Not so much. It's been a tough start for Indiana. They're one and one. Got smoked by Iowa, thirty-four to six. Nice bounce back last week. They beat Idaho. Got the Vandals, fifty-six to fourteen. Is this a bigger test than their game against Iowa? Is Cincinnati better than Iowa? Ooh, I don't know about that. No. 
They ranked much higher, but we know what rankings mean sometimes. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion. However, due to these slick roadways, please allow yourself a little extra time to get to and from your destinations this afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. On game day, the Bulldogs bring the noise. And with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can bring whatever you want, whenever you need it. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and the Bulldogs, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robert game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moore, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. 
or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We get suggestions. Everybody wants to be a marketing genius now, Borky. Syllabus Saturday. That's from Quinn. Uh, Call Your Mama Saturday. (laughs) After this weekend, some teams may find themselves having to take a a deep inward look. So I'll call it Self-Evaluation Saturday. That's from Tripp. Like it. On to something there. G- give me the names, man. All of them. You got plenty of them. I'm fascinated by this weekend, though. I'll be watching most of these games sitting on a tube in a lake with an iPad up on the dock, but, you know. Buddy, my wife and kids are going out of town this weekend. Daddy's going to watch college football all day. So are you going to road trip it to Memphis, or are you just going to sit right there and just soak I'm it gonna- all in? I'm going to sit in my recliner. I'm going to put a rack of ribs on the grill, and uh, that's what I'm going to do. Are you inviting anybody to, to to share in those ribs, or is this rack of ribs for one? It's for me. Just going with one, not two? I can't eat two slabs of ribs. That's a lot of food. <laughs> you do some sides to go with it, or is this just I might do some sides. The, the sides. the sides might cure cancer, yes. Is it sitting in a tube on a lake? Borky? Yeah. Okay. But he's getting married in a couple weeks, so we're going to a lake. Fall wedding. Location. I know. But they're going to have TVs on. They, they get it. They're <laughs> getting better. married in the fall. They understand. Got to have got to have TVs on. Uh, yeah. But we're going to a we're going to a lake, and we're going to do nothing but consume uh, alcoholic beverages and meat and watch football and sit on tubes off the dock clear lake too rock bottom it's gonna be is great. this a mississippi based lake i just said clear didn't i oh hmm. we, we don't have clear water around here man <laughs> yeah i guess that's not the case there might be a f- couple of spots with clearish water none that i've been to sardis where i live is not one of them for but but it's I went to the reservoir once, and I was wearing a white T-shirt with the, so one the T-shirt was white, but one sleeve was stars like the American flag stars, and the other sleeve was stripes. The bottom third of the shirt I put on before my uh, swimsuit was completely dry, and after five washes, I couldn't get the brown out of the shirt. I had to throw yeah. it away. So yeah. It's hard to wear Love white out in the reservoir, suits in, but, uh, you know. in Mississippi. Yeah, you can't, you can't right. do it. 
I am a little surprised that you didn't have on one of your uh, your basketball jerseys. Oh, I've got my Toon Squad one getting ready. Is that the weekend plan? Oh, yeah. I might not take that off. I'll come back with tan lines, man. Need so to get clear, you a Team, uh, team France Lake, right? basketball I mean, jersey. Smith Lake's one, one that, yeah, that people have just a reputation for being incredibly clear. Yeah, we're uh, we're going there. I've spent a weekend on Lake Tuscaloosa, which was also shockingly clear. I didn't expect that. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Smith Lake. I'll have my Randy Johnson Diamondbacks jersey and my Toon Squad jersey. The original Toon Squad, not the crap that LeBron James put out there a few months ago. Will you be the only one there wearing a jersey? No, everyone will. Okay. Is that like on the invitation, like bring your jerseys? Or? No, it's just wearing a, a Toon Squad bat. Like, Randy Johnson throwback baseball jersey is perfect for like leaving it completely unbuttoned and just pounding beers and partying. Yeah. I'm not going to have a golf shirt on. It's going to be 90 okay. degrees. We'll be outside the whole time. It's not supposed to be that hot this week, is it? It's like weekend? upper 80s, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought this I was like so. a low 80s that, weekend. That tropical storm, I mean, that's the next layer to the games <laughs> this weekend, by the way, getting back on topic, is what's the weather going to look like? Because Oxford and Memphis only an hour apart, so presumably the weather is going to be kind of the same. Yeah, the, the last forecast that I saw, I actually looked at that before we got started today, is 60% chance of whatever, like, and I guess I guess the whatever matters if it's rain versus thunderstorms. Mississippi State and Memphis are playing at three in the afternoon. Ole Miss and Tulane are playing at seven that night. I don't know if game time. I mean, you generally associate thunderstorms with more in the afternoon than at night. That's very general. I'm painting with very broad strokes, but um, anyway, kind of a, a chance of rain for the next four or five days in North Mississippi. So we'll see. And I don't know which of those two games that might have more of an effect on. Memphis is a turf field. Ole Miss has gone back to natural grass. I don't know. David in Indianola says Pickwick's water is clear. Uh, Jimbo says... Who goes in Both. Oh. Yeah. Borky and a Speedo. <laughs> hey. They're very popular in the French Riviera. Yeah. Uh, Bay Springs Lake, pretty clear unless it's flooding, according to Jason. Four o'clock hours next, Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Rich Dennison. Olympic gold medal gymnast Simone Biles today telling a Senate panel the FBI and others should be held accountable for failing to properly investigate athletes' allegations they were abused by former USA Gymnastics doctor Larry Nasser. If they are not, I am convinced that this will continue to happen to others across Olympic sports. The FBI agent leading the Nasser investigation and his boss have both been fired. Nasser is serving a 60-year federal prison sentence and faces sentencing on state charges in Michigan. SpaceX is preparing for the launch tonight of what's billed as the first all-civilian orbital mission. The mission is called Inspiration 4. 
and consists of billionaire entrepreneur Jared Isaacman and three others recruited through contests and a fundraising auction for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Fox's Evan Brown, America's listening to Fox News. Three doors down, the Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour. September 23rd, Brandon Amphitheater. Very special guest, Seether. For the first time ever, The Better Life played in its entirety, plus all the hits. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Three doors down with Seether, The Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest-free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood in front of J.C. Penney. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Representative Lee Yancey and Senator Kevin Blackwell are leading the effort to draft medical marijuana legislation in their respective chambers. Representative Fred Shanks believes that a special session could be on the horizon. I know they're real close on getting a deal done. I know that the governor would, as long as we have a plan, I think he'll call a special session and I believe we can come in in, you know, a day and get it knocked out. And the National Flood Insurance Program is set to expire September 30th. But Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is vowing to push for passage of legislation to extend it through next year. More than 5 million families and businesses across the country depend on the program, including more than 60,000 Mississippians. Hyde-Smith says it would be irresponsible for Congress to let this program lapse in the midst of an active hurricane season. The program is administered by FEMA. For more on this story, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all. Costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too. And just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash Three from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash Three has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash Three sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. Ahead of last week's matchup with Grambling, Southern Miss head coach Will Hall said he was coaching for his life. He picked up his first win in Hattiesburg, but expressed Tuesday that there's a long way to go. It was good to get it out of the way, but look, we're building this program. You know what I mean? And it's not easy to build a program. It's hard. We've done it before. My wife and I, this is our third time to do it. We're going to build this place back. But day by day, it takes a lot of hard work, and it takes some breaks and some luck. We were just proud to get a victory for these fans and this whole university. Southern Miss takes on Troy this Saturday at The Rock. 
And during the budget markup process for the Committee on Homeland Security, Congressman Michael Guest introduced two amendments. The first would prohibit the department from using funds to enter or renew a contract for any drones manufactured in China. The second would repurpose $40 million to enhance border security. Guest serves as the vice-ranking member of the committee. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If you want to watch, we're glad to have you along. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Hayden. Ceasefire text line open to you. Get a load of this. Stuart says, um, bro, you got to step your game up on the grill choice. What were we talking about there? I missed that. Um, He's talking to me. Oh, okay. Hey, man, feel free to buy me one. I'll, I'll take it. There you go. Uh, Bert says, just cranked my car, and the first thing I hear is Borky emphatically saying, in a Toon Squad jersey, <laughs> drinking beers and partying. Bert says, you have my attention. I thought about doing my uh, my weekend live stream Saturday night, but then I realized, although I do that like kind of on my own time, it's like not part of my job, I just kind of do it for fun, I still have an employer and I don't know if the employer would appreciate me doing that very much, so I'm, I'm deciding against it. Sunday morning will be will, will be the better choice, I think. Probably wise. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sports fun, talk though. weather show. Love it. Jeff says, I have a Charles Barkley Phoenix Suns jersey that I love. See, that's what I'm talking about, man. It's the throwbacks. Like, older people don't understand, like, Younger kids wear jerseys now. Like, when you look at... When they pay in the student section in Oxford and Starkville, a lot of jerseys. Kids wearing them now. Primarily on girls, though. Not anymore. It, you'd be surprised. Primarily. You'd be surprised. But it's the throwbacks that, I, I that people... I was there. I, 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 like, looked through binoculars at the student. Yeah, I mean, Why'd you look yes, at the students through binoculars? 
I looked at the entire stadium through binoculars. What were you looking for? Oh, stop. Um, when they pan to like it's just it's kind of a thing now, a lot more than than when I was in school for sure. But it's the throwbacks that everybody's wearing now. Barkley Phoenix, like I, I, I'm rocking a, I've got uh, Bo Jackson, a really nice looking Kansas City Royals Bo Jackson jersey. Love that thing. Uh, Randy Johnson, throwback Arizona Diamondbacks with the the purple sleeves and the white. With the pinstripes and that, I mean, that's that's the kind of the thing now for people. I know it's below your age range, but people still in their twenties kind of kind of do is that below now. My 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 eleven year old daughter rocks a jersey at the game. You're right. I mean, you see it with like a lot of college students. I just think it's primarily female college students that are doing that, which is fine. But whatever floats your boat, wear whatever you want. I'm that's sure that's like what more you of a baseball thing too, though, right? Baseball, more of a baseball thing. Baseball jerseys like, are the most comfortable to wear for sure. Like there are a gazillion people that wear powder blue baseball jerseys to games now. Yeah, yeah. And Ole Miss games. And a yeah, ton see a of lot the, of the uh, 85 Maroon and the Script State are the ones you see at State. The the white jersey with the Maroon pinstripes for State games, right? Yeah, yeah. With the, yeah. So, like I said, whatever works for you. Enjoy it. I don't care what you wear. Sports Talk Mississippi. 601-879-4395 if you want to join us on the C Spire text line. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at cspire.com slash bark. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort studios. Pearl River Resort, home of the Golden Moon Casino and also Silver Star, the original that's where Philip M's Steakhouse is. Check him out online, PearlRiverResort.com. The age-old topic of game day kickoff time. People love that conversation. Do you prefer night games or day games? Do you prefer afternoon day games or morning kickoff times? There are very few people that, if we're being honest, really prefer the 11 a.m. kickoff. They're all in some, the press box. Some do. <laughs> They're all in the press box, exactly. Yes. You are uh, you are probably on to something. There is no question. Ben Hartsock and I were talking about this on Saturday night. He's like, man, night games are the worst. He was talking about it as a player. He's like, it's just all day long, and then you get to the stadium, and it's still two hours before you kick off, and you just wait and wait and wait and wait. I was like, yeah, but there's some juice at night that you don't get when you kick at 11 or at 2. He's like, you're right about that. No question about it. So, the announcement that Mississippi State's game against LSU next Saturday, being at 11 a.m., has generated, um, shall we call it frustration, among many Mississippi State fans. How frustrated, how mad are people, hey, Dad? Oh, they're mad. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they they really thought this was this was going to be a, an opportunity for a primetime game, uh, you know, and especially when you look at the schedule and you see Kentucky, South Carolina, and Alabama, USM as the other primetime. I mean, Florida, Tennessee, I get. All right, it's two of the biggest brands in college football. I, I get that, but Kentucky, South Carolina. I mean, LSU by itself is a bigger brand, in my opinion, for football than both of those schools. And then obviously Alabama is what it is, but USM that's a non-conference game. Um, 
So, yeah, people are upset. You know who to blame, though? Don't blame Mississippi State for this one. Okay. Blame the Tigers. Blame, blame LSU. If they were still in the top 15, that game would be prime time, no question about it. We talked about this a little bit this morning. I understand that people are like, well, we're getting slighted because we're playing at 11 a.m. But I don't know. You may have heard this before. It's actually a little bit of a sign of respect because ESPN values that time slot. The 11 a.m. Central kickoff time on ESPN, noon Eastern on ESPN, rates really well. You obviously have CBS starting this week with the first pick, and then it's the ESPN primetime game, and then it's the 11 a.m. time slot. I mean, that's that's the third pick in terms of games. Mm-hmm. And then you get into kind of a mix of SEC Network and ESPN2 and all the other stuff that is uh, is going on. You got ESPN2 carrying Missouri and Boston College. SEC Network, and by the way, this is, these are the games for Saturday, September 25th. Georgia and Vanderbilt at 11 on the SEC Network. LSU Mississippi State at 11 on ESPN. A&M and Arkansas is on CBS at 2.30. 3 o'clock, you've got Georgia State and Auburn on SEC Network. ESPN's taking Tennessee, Florida at 6. ESPN 2's got Kentucky, South Carolina. SEC Network has Southern Miss and Alabama at 7.30 Central. And I think the bottom line is there, if the SEC Network gets an opportunity to have Alabama because it that falls to them so rarely, they take it because it means eyeballs. Didn't they have them last week, too? They did. Yeah. Although it was at 3 o'clock. They, they put right. the SEC Prime crew on that game, which didn't make a ton of sense to me because I thought Kentucky and Missouri was a big game. Mm-hmm. But that's how they slated it. Yeah, and, and to your point... It depends on what you want. Like, if you want the best atmosphere to give yourself an advantage, obviously a morning kickoff is not ideal. Going to the game, most for most people, I mean, if you live in the Jackson area, if you live on the coast, that's an early wake-up if you're making a day trip. It's not fun. But in terms of exposure for your school, because the game is on at this time and not competing with Florida and Tennessee and then all the other primetime games, more people will watch Mississippi State LSU than the day you won the national championship in baseball multiple times over. Yeah, no question about that. But at the same time, like that doesn't do anything for anybody outside of ESPN. You know, it doesn't do anything for the... I, I mean, getting in front of the, eyeballs with the Mississippi State brand and the cowbells, and they show the the uh, B-roll man, of the town coming in and out of breaks and stuff. I, I mean, that's I get all that, exposure. but they, they'll, they'll show it whatever time you, you play the game, though. And I mean, I get on different networks. You know, you, you volume get of people is the exposure well, well, aspect. The the time is all about who's actually coming to the game. When it's on TV, people will watch. State fans, LSU fans, they'll they'll find the time to watch the game on TV. It's about the fans who are coming to the game and what kind of experience they're going to get. You know, you can't really. I mean, you can tailgate, but man, you talk about a commitment. You got to be out there pretty early to have a a good tailgate, and which I've done. It's I love a good breakfast tailgate. Don't get so me wrong. Breakfast tailgates are awesome. Go you gotta have a griddle. Balls. Got to have a griddle for for a breakfast tailgate. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's something about being out there all day, especially with LSU. Even when it's not in Tiger Stadium, you feel like you want to play LSU at night. I agree with that. I do. Big audience, though. I mean, you're going straight from the guest picker segment of College Game Day into yeah. Davis Wade Stadium. Slide right in, yeah. And and one minute later, the game's kicking off. Or two minutes later, it's kicking off. They haven't announced SEC Nation yet. Any chance for that to be in Starkville? You would think so. Sure, there's a chance. Yeah. Either there in Yeah. What, Nation? Yeah. Yeah, it's back on the road this year. They're in Fayetteville this past week. Yeah. It's interesting. That game, though, is on September 25th. This Saturday, Mississippi State is on the road in Memphis. We'll talk with Greg Gaston from Sports 56 WHBQ about that on the other side of this break. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual congestion for this time of day. Remember to use a bit of extra time getting to and from your destinations due to the inclement weather this afternoon. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Delta Rice Promotions Incorporated invites you to come enjoy the 31st Annual Delta Rice Celebration on Thursday, September 16th from 4 until 7 p.m. Enjoy rice tasting with dishes provided by local restaurants, music, vendors, and children's activities. This year marks the first year to announce a Delta Rice Queen. So come enjoy the Delta Rice Festival held on the streets of downtown Marigold in Bolivar County. Admission is free, so there's no tickets, just food and fun. For more information, call 662-843-8362. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. 
Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm and online at supertalktv.com. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Greg Gaston joins us, co-host of Sports 56 Middays on Sports 56 WHBQ in Memphis. And he is the sideline reporter on the Memphis Tigers football radio network. Greg, great to see you a couple of weeks ago and good to talk to you today. What's up, my man? Absolutely, Richard. Great to run into you, and thanks for having me on your show. So let's talk about this past Saturday night. We saw Memphis in the opener uh, against Nichols, and there was a debut for Seth Hennigan last week. A little bit different type of game. They had to kind of hang on in a, in a shootout against Arkansas State. What did you take away from Memphis's win over Arkansas State on the road? Yeah, I didn't expect uh, that type of, of output by both teams. Memphis is a pretty good offense, Richard, but defensively we've talked a lot about their improvement in the offseason with Mike McIntyre now having that full year to be able to work with these guys, spring football, which they missed the year prior because of COVID. Uh, we expected a lot more, and uh, Arkansas State in that second half it exposed them pretty good. I, I still think they're better than what they showed, but for some reason when they made the switch, when – Butch Jones decided to take out Lane Hatcher and bring in James Blackman. The Tigers just had problems in defending. He was just standing back there and heaving at 50, 60 yards, and they were completing passes. And all of a sudden, it's coming down to the final seconds and a Hail Mary that just went awry for Arkansas State. So the Tigers, uh, I think, just survival mode to, to get out of Jonesboro with the win. Look, they stepped up in competition from Nichols, but they really got to step up in competition this Saturday when Mississippi State comes to Memphis. You've seen Seth Hennigan play quarterback now two games, and there was all this mystery surrounding who was going to start. Turns out internally there wasn't that much mystery because of the injury uh, that that the other quarterback was dealing with. So what, what do you make of the play of the true freshman from Denton, Texas, after a couple of weeks? Well, I've been incredibly impressed. I mean, this may be one of those Wally Pip situations. I know you know what I'm talking about. Hopefully your listeners do yeah. as well when all of a sudden Lou Gehrig took over at first base for the Yankees when Wally Pitt was out of the lineup, and, and he never relinquished it after grabbing the job. Gannell injury, Seth Hennigan, who was really good in the spring, and he's been here since January, steps up, gives him a battle, and now he has the job because of the injury to Gannell. And I call him Mr. Cool. I am just shocked at how calm, cool, and collected he is back there in the pocket. You called that first game, and there wasn't a lot of pressure on Hennigan. But against Arkansas State, they got to him a few times. They sacked him four times, got up, brushed himself off, and came back and made a great pass. His accuracy is tremendous. He hits guys in stride, and I'm extremely impressed what he's bringing to the table. Greg, price of poker goes up this week, though, with uh, with Mississippi State yeah. coming into town. Uh, did not play very well in their opener against Louisiana Tech, but able to come back and get the win with 20 points in the fourth quarter. Pretty dominant uh, against an NC State team that uh, that looked good in its opener against USF. 
When you look at this matchup, do you start out in terms of things that you circle or might be areas of concern for Memphis in looking at Mississippi State's offense or its defense? Well, you would normally go in there thinking offense because of what Will Rogers can do and they can score points, and, and that's certainly a concern. But when you hold NC State to 10, and I know NC State's not an offensive juggernaut, but that's a, that's a pretty good defensive effort. So that concerns me, that line of scrimmage battle on both sides for, for Memphis. Will they be able to open up the holes for Brandon Thomas, who did an outstanding job once he broke that, that first line of containment? He was gone against Arkansas State. Will they have that type of success in the trenches against Mississippi State? And then on the other side, are they going to be able to get the Will Rogers? Are they going to be able to put some pressure on him? They were able to do that in the first half against Lane Hatcher. They would get pressure on him. But as I said earlier in the second half, they weren't able to do that with Blackman. So the line of scrimmage, which is a a big part of every game when you're analyzing, is certainly going to be pivotal for Memphis uh, to be able to win this game against Mississippi State. What is the best position group on the offensive side for Memphis? I would say the best position group is probably the wide receivers. Even though they lost some talent from last year, Tosh Washington transferred, ends up at USC. They got some really good young players that are stepping up. Uh, Javon Ivory being one of them who had a good game in that Nichols game, as you know. But Gabe Rogers, they moved him from the secondary to receiver to go along with their stud, Calvin Austin. He's a little guy, but he is a he's a track star. He's got that breakaway speed. And I throw in the fact they have a really capable tight end, and Sean Dykes was great hands, had a big game against Arkansas State. It's hard to say it's the, it's the running backs right now, although they're off to a great start this year. But coming into this season – that was a question mark. There was the question mark at quarterback. And with the offensive line, they're a little bit deeper than they've been, but they still have a couple of decisions that Ryan Silverfield has to ultimately make uh, with a couple of those offensive linemen because if you look at the depth chart, he has two oars going into game three. So they're still not decided on starters, but I think there's a little more depth with that O-line. Greg, when you, you mentioned Calvin Austin III, and, and he's just an incredible playmaker. But you also pointed out the size. What is he, 5'6", maybe 5'7"? No, he can fly. How does he match up with the cornerback group for Mississippi State, where you've got uh, Emmanuel Forbes? Hey, Dad, what's it? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Martin Emerson. Martin Emerson is the other. So bigger, physical, all-SEC caliber corners. Can Calvin Austin kind of do his thing, or are those guys able to neutralize him? I don't want to doubt Calvin Austin. He's been absolutely incredible. They list him at 5'9", but you're probably right. Or 5'7", or 5'6". He has that blazing breakaway speed. But I'm surprised Arkansas State didn't double him up. I think Mississippi State, with their physicality, they'll probably come up and they'll chuck him within those five yards and then have somebody back there as well to double him. You, you have to, if you're a defense, and any of the opponents this year against Memphis this year need to certainly strategize to try to take Calvin out of the game. If you take Calvin out of the game, then you're putting a lot more pressure on the young wide receivers, guys I just mentioned, like Javon Ivory, Gabriel Rogers, Eddie Lewis. So that's, I think, uh, somewhere where it's going to be certainly concerned for the Tigers to get Austin open when I believe Mississippi State will try to be real physical with a blazer but a lot smaller guy. 
Greg, what kind of a crowd are you expecting on Saturday? And I know that's always kind of a question when you're talking about Memphis games. At times, these crowds have shown up nicely in, in some bigger games, and at times it kind of leaves you scratching your head a little bit. With an SEC team coming in, you would assume that Mississippi State will bring a, a decent crowd as well. What does this number look like? I think the number will be around 40. Uh, they're oh, I know they're well over 30 right now. Mississippi State, like you said, Richard, they're definitely going to bring people. Uh, hopefully they'll leave those cowbells home, but we'll we'll see what happens there. As far as the Tigers fans, they will certainly come to the game. As long as the weather's nice and the weather's expected to be nice. I know it will be hot out there, but it's a 3 o'clock game, so it doesn't really affect maybe your evening plans or your morning plans. I expect now that the fans have seen the Tigers play a couple of games, they're excited. It's not often you get an SEC team in Memphis. The, the last time, I think maybe in the old Miss game and, it certainly had a great crowd for that. So I would expect, I would be disappointed with the combination of Tigers fans and Mississippi State fans if it's not 40. All right. Greg, last thing, and, and kind of switching away from the game, the uh, the news of the, the four teams from, or three teams from the American plus BYU making the transition to the uh, Big 12. We saw Cincinnati running onto the field with the Big 12 flag. We know that that's something that, that Memphis would love to be a part of, and you got the story that maybe the Big 12 isn't done in terms of expansion yet. What are you hearing at this point as it pertains to Memphis and possible conference realignment? Well, let me say this first of all. Obviously, it's, it's hugely disappointing. It's not the first time. Memphis has been there, unfortunately, a number of times. I think they're absolutely in the best position they've ever been. I think sometimes... It has to do with perception of the city, which is unfortunate. This is a great town, and I've been here now 26 years. I think the football program over the last seven, eight years has proven what they can do. And in a power conference, I think they can do a lot more. This is a, a rich area of recruiting. Uh, football, you've seen a lot of players go to SEC teams. Well, maybe a lot of them would stay if Memphis was part of a Power 5 conference. Basketball, of course, is hugely popular, and with Penny Hardaway and what he's doing recruiting-wise, Memphis is in the best position they've ever been. But I'm hearing the same things you're hearing, that there's probably going to be, at least from everything I read, um, the Big 12 wanting to, once they get the four, and again, the timing's all messed up because we don't know if Oklahoma and Texas are truly going to stay five years more or whatever. We we. we probably believe that they're going to leave early. But let's just say it goes by what's contractually obligated right now for these schools. Texas and Oklahoma would be there through 25. The three American teams would get there in 24. BYU would get there in 23. So the 24 season would conceivably have 14 teams. The talk is that they would want to stay at that number. They would drop to 12 when Texas and Oklahoma leaves. I don't know why they say 14 is better from a television contract but that's what i'm reading i'm sure you're reading the same things if that's the case i think memphis is in position but i'm tired of getting the hopes up every time just to get them dashed i got the fingers crossed but i'm not uh, i'm not feeling that great about it understand understand greg appreciate the uh, the insight look forward to uh, checking you out on saturday big one with memphis and mississippi state from liberty bowl great visiting with you greg thank you richard take care Greg Gaston from Sports 56, and he is the sideline reporter for the Memphis Tigers on their radio network, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Let's hear what Mike Leach has to say about the Memphis Tigers when we come back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, a 40% chance of showers, low around 70 degrees. Thursday, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 84. And for your finally Friday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. In the concert event of a lifetime, come experience the dynamic energy of one of the most accomplished musicians of our time, Carlos Santana. Blessings and Miracles Tour 2021, September 26th, Brandon Amphitheater. Take a trip through the hits from Woodstock to Supernatural and a backwards flip into the unknown. Reserve seat tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. That's right. You'll always score big when you shop your home team, Ridgeland Mitsubishi. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mitsubishi in stock. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now with super low 1.9% APR for 60 months. That's right. 1.9% financing for 60 months on new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlanders. This will save you thousands in finance charges alone and get a free 55-inch TV on us. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it at the best possible price no matter its condition. Worried about your Credit, don't stress. We, we say, say yes. yes. Bad credit, you're approved. No credit, you're approved. Our team of credit specialists are here to serve you and understand that not everyone is perfect. So come score big with your home team where you're approved. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. With your credit, see dealer details. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer. Family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Representative Lee Yancey and Senator Kevin Blackwell are leading the effort to draft medical marijuana legislation in their respective chambers. Representative Fred Shanks believes that a special session could be on the horizon. I know they're real close on getting a deal done. I know that the governor, would, as long as we have a plan, I think he'll call a special session, and I believe we can come in in you know, a day and get it knocked out. And the National Flood Insurance Program is set to expire September 30th. But Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is vowing to push for passage of legislation to extend it through next year. More than 5 million families and businesses across the country depend on the program, including more than 60,000 Mississippians. Hyde-Smith says it would be irresponsible for Congress to let this program lapse in the midst of an active hurricane season. The program is administered by FEMA. For more on this story, find us online at Supertalk. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. 
Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Appreciate Greg Gaston from Memphis joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Earlier this week, Mike Leach met with the media. He looked back on the win against NC State and ahead to the Memphis Tigers. Here's what he had to say. Coach, after uh, reviewing the film, how would you kind of assess uh, how Will played, maybe up to your expectations, and what are some things you thought he did well and maybe can improve upon? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was mixed. I thought overall it was pretty good. I thought he improved in the pocket. I thought he improved as far as uh, maintaining energy with the offensive unit. I thought those were good. Um, we did go uh, three and out way too many times, which uh, I thought that was disappointing. Um, but I do... Uh, see him and his receivers starting to get tuned in in a way that they haven't been at least since I've been here and uh, so I thought that was good I thought he took a step there's no question about it I thought he took a step and you know he's still uh, well he's still the youngest quarterback I've ever coached other than him last year you know Charles Cross really improved from week one to week two it seemed like I don't think he allowed a single pressure in that ball game got SEC offensive lineman of the week how did you feel like he progressed from last year or last week to this week? I thought he played better. Uh, I thought he played better this week. I, uh, to be honest, uh, last week, uh, um, you know, he played. Uh, I didn't think he had a particularly good game week before. Uh, you know, because he would have some big plays, but then it was kind of the try to do too much stuff. Kind of, you know, then all of a sudden there'd be some kind of lapse. I did think he played good this last week. I think I thought uh, he graded out uh, the top of our O line group this week. After last week, you said that uh, Will needed to get better at decision making when the play breaks down. He was doing a little bit too much. 
How do you think he kind of did in that capacity this week, and, and how crucial do you think improvement in that area is for success in your system? Well, I think it's critical. I think he did good every time other than there towards the end I, uh, <clears throat> when we were trying to eat the clock uh, where he threw it out of bounds. You know, he should have he should have ran up field and, and, you know, not let him hit him, but he should have stayed in bounds rather than toss it away. Uh, you mentioned Will's youth. Uh, Memphis has a freshman starting with Seth Hennigan. What challenges are there for a young quarterback like him, and how, as a defense, can you attack that guy? Well, I, I think that the biggest thing is you're trying to teach a lot in a short period of time. And, uh, and of course, uh, he threw a lot in high school, too. So I think that'll help him. I think that aids him. Uh, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's a... Uh, uh, you know the biggest thing is is you just do what you do and uh and you know hope that uh he can't uh, keep it all in control at the same time you know i mean uh but uh yeah you're talking to the wrong guy if you want any sympathy on starting a freshman so uh you know they can knock themselves out but he seems to be doing a pretty good job two games in a row he's thrown for a lot of yards uh, I know we talk a lot about you know the offense scheme you bring in, but uh, defensively it seems like for certain stretches, uh, your defensive unit has kind of carried you guys through, through some games. I mean, have you had stops before where, where you felt like you had a defensive unit that was kind of helping you while you guys were still trying to establish that offense? Well, I think you always try to do that. You know, I think that, uh, and really, I think all three sides of the ball have been uh, fairly even throughout the first three. I mean, I don't think we win either of the games without uh, any side of the ball. And uh, so, <clears throat> but I think they've done a really good job. I think they've gotten turnovers each game. And then, um, you know, and then the biggest thing that uh, they're fighting, which is kind of similar uh, to us on offense, is that consistency to not give up the big play. And we're searching for that consistency to, you know, to uh, be better on third down type of thing. So. Going back to that fourth and seventh call, the decision to go for it last game, what do you tell Will Rogers in that situation? How much do you think just the decision to go for it in that situation is a testament uh, to the philosophy of his offense? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm, I mean, that uh, question suggests more credit than me or Will combined probably deserve, but... Uh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, so you're in there closer to the goal line. If you punt it and it goes in the end zone, all you've really gained is uh, 15 yards. And then, uh, or I'm not sure where we were exactly, but I think we were on the the plus 40, and then or somewhere in there. And then um, the odds of making it, I did think we'd make it. Um, uh, and now, if uh, and you know we'd had those hitches on the outside. But to, to be honest, they weren't as open uh, on that particular play. So he threw it behind Mackay, and Mackay, you know, which we do it every day in practice. But he made a good play on the ball. Um, but uh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, if you ask Will, we're going to go for it all the time. So um, uh, you know, I hear him out of the, I hear him out of the corner of my ear, so to speak. But. Uh, then evaluate it and kind of do whatever I want. But um, that was the biggest thing, you know, the, the combination of do you think you can get it. Um, <clears throat> the other would be uh, uh, what do you give up if uh, you don't get it. And then uh, and then the other is just my 
probably personal flaws along with our teams of uh, um, feeling like a failure if we don't uh, go in and score. So, you know, we wanted another crack at it, really. Coach, you mentioned after the game about Dylan and Woody and how they're, you know, both it's tough to kind of decide which one's the best one. They're, they're both obviously pretty productive. Um, just to, in your eyes, how are those two guys different? And then not to give away game plans or anything, but is there a particular situation that you like one guy over the other? Just how do you kind of decide who does what uh, between those two? Well, I think what's really strong about them is they're interchangeable. Um, Dylan's bigger and's got a little more power, but you know, but Willie's got uh, or Woody's got plenty of power as well. Uh, I think uh, Woody's a little smoother catching the ball, but you know, D- Dylan just got done catching the ball that he laid out for, um, and then uh, uh, so they're both good out of the backfield, and then they both block well. Um, I guess uh, well, they're both pretty consistent. I'd say consistency, slight edge Woody, but blowing a guy up, slight edge Dylan, but both will, both will do that. I mean. Woody's had some devastating hits on people, too. Coach, I don't know how far you're along in your film review, but what have you seen from the Memphis defense? And have you had any experiences at the Liberty Bowl before? I broadcast a game one time at the Liberty Bowl. That's as close as I got. Um, <coughs> Memphis defense, they run around good. They're fast. Um, uh, the biggest thing that jumps off is experience. They've all been there. They're all seniors. Um, uh you know they've uh, well they've started more games than uh, uh, than some of those guys have started more games in college than our kids did in high school. So uh, we'll go out there and see how it goes. You know, Coach uh, Toulouse made it quite a name for himself in the return game the last I guess three games especially. Uh, are you expecting teams to kind of start kicking away from him, or you think you're going to have to find creative ways to get him the ball in those situations? <coughs> Have to use the kickoff return team a whole lot, but in those situations, um, you know, I I think they already tried to. You know, I mean, I think um, <clears throat> you'd have to ask uh, NC State, but you know, everybody tries to kick it through the end zone. And I think they were trying to on the first one, and it just came up a little short. I don't know if that's true or not, um, but uh, you know, if they can, I think they're going to try to kick it through the end zone and uh, and. Uh, well, then after that, uh, you know, if you can't do that, then get it up really high and try to get everybody underneath it or have some kind of a deal where you, you know, you switch sides that you're kicking to. You know. So that's Mike Lee's talking about uh, a little about Memphis, more about uh, last week's game against uh, NC State, some personnel questions mixed in there as well. It occurred to me, hey, Dad, that I am uh, – I'm a little disappointed in the Mississippi State media throng. Wow. And there's a reason why. A a few years ago, two or three, on Wednesdays on this very radio program, we would play Mike Leach press conferences from Washington State. Not because we cared about his depth at wide receiver or what kind of a defensive scheme they were facing the following week or what. It was to hear him talk about things like Sasquatches and mascot royal rumbles and the like. I've not heard him go down that road a single time since not being since at like Mississippi the op- State. The opening press conference. Two things. A, 
I mean, the top dog's not there. I mean, I'm sitting here with you guys. But but B, and more importantly, uh, I mean, he was there for so long at Washington State. This is only his second year at State. And last year we never had in-person press conferences. And this year we have three new faces on the beat. I mean, he's got no comfort level with us yet. I, I feel like what you're asking for will come in time. Just It's just not going to be this year. He just gave such a window of opportunity when he mentioned that he broadcasted a game from the Liberty Bowl. You can take that so many different directions. Yeah. Come on, guys. you got to whip him into shape, eh, Dad? Ah. They're, they're a stubborn lot. We get a message on the uh, ceasefire text line. It says, Mike Leach is so enthusiastic. Jason says, him serious and, question. Wait till you hear Lane coming up later. <laughs> I'd say you couldn't start a, a, a D battery thing with the energy those guys spark. What's wrong with Coach Leach? Why does he snore while wide awake? What's <laughs> from Jason? Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual congestion for this time of day. Remember to use a bit of extra time getting to and from your destinations due to the inclement weather this afternoon. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs, as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green, the new degree of comfort. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. 
Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. with you a little jealous a little jealous about something that is happening on friday and the fact that we're not going to be there you can join the gallo show and middays with gerard on super talk this friday from the mid-south forestry equipment show in starkville there will be equipment demos giveaways and activities for the entire family all day friday and saturday Mississippi Loggers Association and Mississippi Forestry Association will be showcasing the vital impact that forestry has here in the Magnolia State. So it's this Friday, the Gallo Show and Middays with Gerard Gibbert, live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show in Starkville. Don't feel too bad, Richard. You get to be in Starkville next week. I understand. Do we have forestry equipment demos that are going to be happening while we're there? I want to make a joke, but uh, I don't know. Maybe. I'll see what I can drum up for you. I suppose I need to know what the joke was going to be. I was going to go like, I was like, I'm sure the Ole Miss fans think there's forestry equipment walking around Starkville all the time. It's not your funniest joke. No, Uh, it's not. I'm thinking thinking they're going to see the chainsaws that have like the 36 or the 42-inch bar on it, you know, where you're cutting a big tree. Then yeah. we're going to see, you know, skid steers that have got log grabbers and movers on them, those really, really heavy-duty brush cutters that go, that attach to the front of skid steers, either the, the rotary Rich, kind or the drum Richard, there's, kind. There's no law that says you can't drive to Starkville and come see all this stuff. No, I understand that, but I'm saying, I mean, if, if Gallo up. and Gerard are going to be there, they may get 
well, let's be real. Is Gallo going to get on a skid steer or a tractor or run a big chainsaw? I don't know if Gerard will either. Like, I feel like I'm the guy to demo that stuff. And instead, I'm going to have to listen to it on the radio. Mm. Feels I'll like an opportunity missed. I'll talk to Alex and see if we can't, you know, have you there. But, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be great for Paul and for Gerard. And, and you can I would personally like it. to see see Gerard demo some of this equipment. You don't think that's necessarily in his wheelhouse? Uh, honestly, no. I don't believe that it is. Of course, before you knew me, you wouldn't have thought that was in my wheelhouse either. You're, you're right. I'll, I'll grant you that. So you're, you're right. big on stereotypes. Uh, yeah, yes, I am. I, I am. <laughs> I'll admit that. Oh, there you go. Uh, random. What have we got here? Richard sounds like Tim the Tool Man. Oh, 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 oh. Has Ole Miss ever had that event on its campus? Does Ole Miss have a school of forestry? forestry not that sciences? I'm aware of. Yeah, not that I I'm aware. Not. Big time biology department, I think. Yeah, yeah. Paul claims he's a big old farm boy. All right. Paul claims a lot of things. Claims a lot of things. When's the last time Paul cranked a chainsaw, do you think? 1976. (laughs) How old was he in 1976? I want to see how big a hole you want to deep here. Uh, How deep a hole you want to dig, Borky. All right, so so my dad was sixty one. I mean, Paul was out of I mean, out of college by then for sure. Yeah, I mean, into his thirties, right? I don't know how old Paul is. I have no idea. I don't know. Chad says that I can see all of those uh, skid steers and attachments in Oxford at uh, at Williams. I know that. I mean, I can't like go drive all of yours around on the on the lot there where they're for sale. I don't think. Maybe we can work something out. Send me an email. Just, Borky at supertalk.fm. Hey, Dad at nope, supertalk.fm. Nope, I called it. I called it. <laughs> it's like Glenn man. Gary, Glenn Ross up in here. <laughs> I got the leads. The leads Chad, are weak. I'll just, Chad, I'll just uh, I'll stop by and see you. <laughs> all those emails touch. and yet proximity matters. Yeah, but so you've got all person. the money already. You got to throw a bone to the other two. You know what I mean? Sure. Help me out here. Yeah, I got a kid. Well, he says you know? the event is on uh, I got Highway two. Twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. The event is on Highway Twenty-five. Went to it four years ago. Nice event. Grown man stuff. Yeah. That's great stuff. That'll be fun. Those guys will have a good time there on uh, on Friday at the uh, Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show in Starkville. Five o'clock hour coming up, and we are scheduled. And I say scheduled because he seems to be a busy man, and it never quite works out with his schedule. But I think on the other side of this timeout, we're going to visit with Cole Kubelik, our friend from... Jocks in Birmingham. 
and ESPN and SEC Network. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at the Lone Tree I'm Rich Dennison. FBI Director Christopher Wray today apologizing to victims while testifying to a Senate panel investigating his agency's handling of an investigation of sexual abuse by former USA Gymnastics team doctor Larry Nasser. I'm deeply and, and profoundly sorry to each and every one of you. Several Olympic athletes testifying the FBI failed to properly investigate reports of abuse by the now imprisoned Nasser. Investigations continue into the disappearance of Gabby Petito while on a trip with her boyfriend Brian Laundrie in Wyoming's Grand Teton National Park. Before Laundrie returned home to Florida in Petito's van without her. We don't even know where she is. Gabby's father Joe, police in Moab, Utah, also now saying that they responded to an incident involving the couple two weeks before Petito vanished. Fox's Jeff Manasso, America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The number of students under quarantine across the state is declining. At the end of August, over 23,000 students were quarantined, and as of late last week, that number has now been cut by more than 50% down to 10,200. Additionally, the number of teachers out has dropped from 800 to 350. Since the beginning of the school year, over 20,000 students and 4,100 teachers have tested positive for COVID-19. And Mississippi native and former NFL linebacker Paris Harrelson has passed away at the age of 37. While no cause of death has been revealed, the San Francisco 49ers shared the news of his, quote, sudden passing Monday afternoon. Originally from Flora, Harrelson was a standout at Madison Central High School and ranks fifth all-time for sacks at Tennessee. Harrelson spent nine years in the NFL, seven with the 49ers, and two with the Saints. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. 
Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Right now, the COVID vaccine is approved for those 12 and older. Dr. Luann Woodward with UMMC believes that that will change over time. I am anticipating, just based on the little chatter that I'm hearing, that this fall we'll get the green light starting at age 5 to, to 12 to add them into the vaccination pool. She expects the vaccine to eventually end up on the list of what's required. But Representative Becky Curry disagrees. It won't get through the Mississippi legislature. It would have to come from the feds. And states have always done their own vaccines. And the 477th Military Police Company has been training at Camp Shelby for an overseas mission called Operation Allies Welcome. So far, just under 180 soldiers have completed their training. WLOX spoke to Captain Amy Spencer, who called it an honor to be chosen for the mission, and said the soldiers look forward to assisting the Afghan nationals. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on supertalk.fl, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Five o'clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. If you want to be part of the conversation, hit us up on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Let C Spire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. We are coming to you live from the Pearl River Resort studios. You know that Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, the Golden Moon Casino, and the Silver Star. But don't forget about the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Now that football season is off and running, that is the place to be. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. 
for more. As we begin the 5 o'clock hour, it's time for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. Drive the 2021 Ford F-150 at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Do it today. All right, time to visit with our buddy Cole Kublik from Jackson, Birmingham, ESPN, the SEC Network, college football analyst extraordinaire. Cole, what's up, my man? Hey, Richard, how you doing, man? Great, good to uh, good to visit with you. I, I don't want I don't want this to be too open ended or, or draw out too long because I've got some specific things I want to ask you. But based on two weeks, is there anything that you've seen that that stands out for you among the fourteen SEC teams? <laughs> I can give you a lot of things. Um, Texas A&M's offensive line play is concerning. Looks like there's a little bit of growth with Bo Nix at quarterback. He may have a better understanding of actually how to play the position and not play it like a linebacker. The Ole Miss defense has a pulse. Uh, I actually witnessed them win a one-on-one pass rush situation and affect the pocket. I actually witnessed an individual in space in the open field get another individual who was carrying a football to the ground by himself. That actually happened. <laughs> it's a real thing. Um, let's see. What else do we got? Um, Florida's got a quarterback controversy on their hands. Um, Alabama is a little bit ahead of everybody else, a lot ahead of a lot of other else. Uh, I think Georgia's defense is a real deal. I think they have enough offensively uh, to potentially win a national championship. I think Kentucky's really good. They finally have some balance on offense and a guy who can legitimately push the ball down the field. Love their new scheme. Um, I think I think Auburn's defense is underrated right now. I think they have a lot of athletes on that side of the ball. If they get good production in the middle of that defense, I think they got a chance to be one of the better groups in the league. LSU has offensive line concerns. They can't protect the quarterback, can't run the football. There's a few things in the SEC, Richard, that you never expect to say. Like you, you never expect to say Alabama doesn't have any linebackers. Um, you never really expect to say that Auburn doesn't have any defensive linemen. And you never expect to say that LSU doesn't have a running back. And LSU does not have a dynamic running back right now. Just, just you know, like you never expect to hear Florida doesn't have wide receivers. And so that's just one of those given every year that's going to be going to happen. And they're not very dynamic at that position, and I think it's going to hold them back. So a little concerned about Missouri's offensive line and, and, and their defense uh, really put up a good fight in a game that, where they should have been put away two or three times Saturday night, but they sort of battled. Um, I think Mississippi State's defense is not going to have much of a drop-off from last year, even after losing arguably their three best players. So uh, I think Arkansas is one of the better coach teams in the league. I don't think they can go win games throwing the football, but they're going to make you work for everything you get defensively. they got some good skill, and they have guys who understand everything that they're supposed to do schematically on defense, tough offensive line that understands how to play together and get things done. Not a bunch of NFL guys, but very well coached, uh, very well coordinated on both sides of the ball. And, hey, Vanderbilt won a game. So that that was also one thing that I noticed that was huge uh, through two weeks in the SEC. All right, I think that covers all 14 teams. Good to visit with you, Cole. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Hey, let's not cut you loose quite uh, quite yet. You spent some time this summer with uh, with Memphis and with Ryan Silverfield, I believe. That's Mississippi State's opponent this week. 
Memphis off to a 2-0 start. They've got wins against Nichols and Arkansas State. Mississippi State struggled against Louisiana Tech. They really were pretty impressive uh, against NC State. When you look at that game this weekend, it's only a three-point line. Mississippi State favored as the uh, as the road team. Does Mississippi State have reason to be concerned, or is this line way off? I don't think it's way off just because this is a team that physically will be able to match up. And, you know, this, they've, they've been building this thing like that since Fuente was there. They just they, they understand how to perform at the line of scrimmage. They're going to give you headaches at the line of scrimmage. Uh, this is a team that's going to go heavy stretch play, then they'll come hit you with a counter. They're going to go play action. They'll get their shots in. I mean, Brady White's gone at quarterback, but just go look at the numbers the last few years. I mean, the guy's been – he was exceptional. Yeah. So you're, you're going to have that production down the field in this system, in this scheme. So, yeah, I think, too, just playing on the road, it's, it's always a little bit tricky. Um, but i tell you what, I think if, if Mississippi State gets this game, now they, I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you it's a program-changing win or one that they should hang their hats on for the rest of the year, but we really should credit them for that 3-0. and because that's going to be one of the tougher three and O's really in the nation. And I know there's not a signature win. Like there's not what Oregon has against Ohio state. There's not what Georgia has against Clemson or even Bama against Miami. I get that. I understand that. But those are three games that you normally can't sleepwalk through. One of them, they turn it over six times in the game, fumble five times. I don't know if I've seen the team lose five fumbles before literally ever. So to be able to lose five fumbles and throw a pick and win the game I mean, that shows a lot about your team, that, that you know how to find ways to win, that you can battle back. But I just think those are three pretty good non-conference opponents that are going to give them some confidence to be able to move into a really tough stretch. I mean, you look what's coming next. Yeah. Is it Alabama, LSU, A&M? I know it's Alabama, LSU. I can't remember the third team is next on their schedule. So they're going to need that confidence moving in. But there won't be a lot of people that do it. But Mike Leach's group should get a lot of credit for that 3-0 and should they get there. Yeah, you had it right. It's LSU at A&M then an open date before hosting Alabama for their next three after this, uh, this Memphis game. One more Mississippi State question. Against Louisiana Tech for most of the game, the offensive line was not very good. They were a little bit better in the fourth quarter. Thought they made big strides against NC State and did a better job protecting. Do you believe in this offensive line, or are you still worried about them not being able to handle a three-man rush with great big old splits? I tell you, poor 97 for Louisiana Tech, that kid. I mean, they treated him like the redheaded stepchild of college football. Um, and he actually got home late and got a sack, which you give the kid credit for battling and, and staying in it and, and continuing to play at, at with a lot of intensity. But, I mean, that was, uh, it was kind of fun to watch as a former offensive lineman. But you're right, there were breakdowns. I'm not confident in them as a group yet, but I am confident in their ability I know they can do it. I know the guys have it in them. It's just when when you're going to create that much space between all of your defenders on a regular basis, you have to have a very good understanding of what's going to happen. Anticipation becomes more important for that offensive line than any other offensive line that you're going to see in the SEC because they're allowing defensive players the space and the width and the time to be able to do things that most other groups are not. Your help's going to be that much further away. Your help's going to be distracted at times. And you're going to have guys that, because you're so far away from one another, 
You're going to get trigger blitzes, delay blitzes, green dogs where you're going to commit to something else, and then somebody's going to show up late where you were, and that's still a part of your responsibility. So it's really just an understanding and a feel of how it's going to happen based on how they're lined up and based on how defenses are going to line up in front of them. And that just takes time. It's just an understanding. I, I don't I don't question any of their ability or any of their effort. It's just they're going to be put in tough spots. And go back to something that Coach Saban says a lot of times. I've, I've heard him say this 15, 20 times since he's been in Alabama. Not every pressure, not every sack's on the offensive line. And that includes if you're in an empty set. So if you got five offensive linemen and a quarterback – and nobody else back there, nobody else around them, that doesn't always mean it's on the offensive line. Because there were a couple overloads in that Louisiana Tech game where that ball needed to get out, and it was not on that group. But hmm. I, I have confidence that they're going to be able to find it, but they're not there just yet. Well, we got about 30 seconds left. Give me a thought on Auburn and Penn State in Happy Valley this week. I actually think that this is a – I think this game's pretty close from a matchup perspective. You look at the talent top to bottom, I think the rosters are close, but I do think Auburn's a more talented team. I think they're better at running back. I think they're better at defensive line. I think they're better at linebacker, better in the secondary. Uh, I think Penn State's probably a, a smidge better on the offensive line. I think they're better at receiver. Um, quarterback, probably a toss-up, especially with the way Knicks have been playing this year. So I, I think it really – I think Auburn's going to be able to run the ball. It's going to be a heavy dose of Tank Bigsby. With the stretch play that now is sort of the basis of this offense, he's going to be able to get going, should open up some play action, will utilize some quarterback run, try to get Nick's going with his legs. But this game's going to come down to the quarterback that manages things the best. That might sound cliche, old school, whatever, but I think Penn State's defense has guys that are going to cause problems. Auburn's defense has guys that are going to cause problems. Auburn is much more dynamic at tailback. I think the best player in the game is going to be number four in an Auburn uniform. Now, that's not to say that Dotson can't grab a few catches and make some things happen, but yeah. the quarterback who goes out there and manages things best is going to win. And that doesn't mean Will Rogers' numbers. They don't have to go 48 to 52 for 480 and six touchdowns, but. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual congestion for this time of day. Remember to use a bit of extra time getting to and from your destinations due to the inclement weather this afternoon. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs, as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. 
Callaway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's Gives. Callaway's Gives. Everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's Gives. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate Cole Kubelik joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We got to work on that internal clock a little bit for Cole. Told him he had thirty seconds, so he went a minute. You know, okay. he's a former center. You're a former quarterback. You got to let him know it's time to snap. Yeah, I understand. Just hate to cut somebody off mid sentence. A lot of good stuff there from uh, Cole Kubelik from Jocks and ESPN and the SEC Network. He'll be in Baton Rouge for LSU and Central Michigan this Saturday. Let you hear from uh, Mike Leach a little while ago. Let's hear from Lane Kiffin as well on Ole Miss's win against Austin P. and also looking ahead to Tulane this Saturday night. Or good to be in a normal uh, week after really not having one with an opener starting early, and then <clears throat> excuse me, then last week with the losing two days for the short week, so uh, short Monday practice <clears throat> like normal at the beginning of the year. This is a really good team. It's very talented, um, very well coached, and that's not coach speaking. You see it on film. That's why they go to Norman down to the last play of the game. Um, you watch them; they got really good players. You know, a lot of like a lot of times they say these, you know, Alabama, Louisiana schools. There are a lot of players that are in the state, and can't all go to Alabama, Auburn, or LSU. So we see them. Um, all over the place, really good-looking kids. I told our team today, if you know, if you don't know about conferences and just watch film and watch them play, you know, this is an SEC opponent. I guess going off of that, what stands out about what their offense has been able to do so far? They've put up big numbers, but what have they been doing to, to succeed so well? Really multiple. Um, Well-coached, they cause you issues. Looks like, you know, he's done it at a number of places, but 
you know, can change week to week and, and look at what you do and give you problems, not just run plays. Um, <laughs> you know, like a lot of people do. So, and a really good quarterback that can move again. So, a lot of work to do. Lane, I had noticed this morning that one outlet had graded your offensive line out Saturday as the third best unit in the country over the weekend. Uh, that was without your starting center in the lineup. Just what have you thought about those guys up front through the first two ball games? Well, I don't know what outlet that is, but pro football focus. Okay. Well, pro football focus don't know a whole lot about watching film, so no disrespect. But we didn't play real well up front. I know the numbers look good, but you know, tell pro football focus to realize we're running into five man boxes most of the time because they're staying deep because of these three receivers. So you're supposed to be able to run into that. Um, you know, we got beaten pass protection one on one matchups. Um, quarterback had to get rid of the ball early, so uh, I was not pleased how he played up front. But what do I know? Uh, a couple weeks ago, Spencer Rattler, after they played Tulane, said it was like the most physical team he had ever gone against. Does that come through on film? It does, and like I said, they got a lot of a lot of good looking players. You know, they start different guys in two weeks on defense. They rotate them in. Um, it really looks like they have, you know, twenty two, twenty four players about that they feel really good about, and that's a good thing to have. Um, you know, because they stay fresh and probably had a lot to do with how well they played <clears throat> in the second half versus Oklahoma. And really, they gave up no big plays in this last game until the end when it was out of hand and, you know, it looked like a third team was in. So they're really good. You can't go on past, you know, different years, different games don't mean anything, you know. Sometimes the week before don't mean a whole lot. But, you know, you look at what these guys have done, they've played really well and against some really good players in week one. Jerrion's touches have been a little bit down this year. Just what have you seen from Jerrion and what do you need to see from him to get him going a little bit more? I don't think that's on purpose. Um you know, they missed out on touches in the second half last week with pulling guys earlier. You know, we were a little bit pass heavy last week early, um, trying to work on some things. So, and <clears throat> it's a long season. You know, he's not the biggest back, so he's not going to be Derrick Henry, right? giving the ball 90 times in a two game span. So, but he does a lot for us and he'll continue to. Lane, do you feel like you guys have? I guess, leaders or stars on defense right now, or are you seeing more widespread contributions from your guys? Well, I think it showed up not, you know, Springer not playing last week. He's very physical. Um, You saw the way he was hitting in the opening game. Um, So we missed that last week. I didn't think we played great on defense. Um, I thought we played okay. The two defensive ends made a lot of plays with their rush. Um, but we did obviously did not play very well at corner with all the PIs, um, you know, in two deep balls. So we got to play better and we got to tackle better. It looked like, um, Clowney and Taiwan Malone kind of flashed a little bit there in the fourth quarter. What'd you see from those guys in the, both of their first real exposure? Yeah. I mean, we need guys to come along. We're not playing very many guys up front right now, which is not good. <clears throat> so, um, you know, both those guys are ends, uh, they're young guys different players, but both have big upside. That was Lane Kiffin earlier this week. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Lane not big on pro football focus. Not a fan. No. 
Now, that's usually a pretty reputable source. Not a fan. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not a professional film evaluator like Chris Collinsworth's team there, but uh, through two weeks, when you consider the competition, Ole Miss has not done well up front. And luckily, it's a position group with a sample size that says they're better than what they've showed. But, it, I mean, it's Louisville, who's not good. Maybe not bad, but not good. And Austin P. And you didn't run the football well. You didn't exactly protect Corral well either. I mean, they're lucky he's a good athlete, also gets the ball out so freaking fast. I mean, it, you could have a quarterback pressure that doesn't look like one because when he winds to throw, it takes .2 seconds. He gets the ball out so fast, it looks like he's not getting pressured, but that was not good enough the first two weeks up front at all. And so I don't know what Pro Football Focus was watching because that's not the third-best offensive line in college football right now. Not anywhere maybe close. Just a, maybe just a bad week for offensive lines across the country. I don't know. <laughs> That sort of goes back to what you were saying yesterday, though, Borky, about don't trust people to watch film who didn't play. Although some of the guys at Pro Football Focus did. I think they did, yeah, but I don't know. He, Lane was – I mean, he just took that like – he didn't even go like, well, I, you know, I'm glad they said that, but he was just like, nope, they're wrong. I love that at the end. They what do don't I know? know what they're looking at. But yeah, what do I that know? was the best part. Yeah. What do I what know? Do I know? <laughs> He said we'll start doing that. If you we'll take away, that when I, so when I whenever I go out to eat, I'm just like you know, ah, this is great. But what do I know? Because yeah, that's my area of expertise. Yeah. He said, if you take away conference affiliation and name on jerseys, they're an SEC team. In what they've looked like so far this year, maybe that's overstating it a little bit. Maybe it's not. Maybe the sample size is small. I will tell you this. I don't know if I've ever seen this before. So Tulane played against Morgan State this past week. It was uh, at Legion Field. There was basically nobody there. It would have been a nightmare to broadcast that game. In their 69-20 win over Morgan State, Tulane played 104 players. They had 104 guys step on the field against Morgan State this past weekend. That is insane. They got, they got through the roster. Yeah, they did. I feel like that's a really good message for your team to hear. And I imagine that the fans watching and listening kind of saw through it. Because this isn't an SEC. I mean, well, you know, they could beat Vanderbilt. But not when you hear this is an SEC team, you don't first think Vanderbilt and South Carolina. You think Alabama, Auburn, LSU, etc. Right. It's a good message for your team to hear, to get their attention. There's no way he believes that. Zero percent chance he actually believes that. I mean, a lot of SEC teams would not go to Oklahoma and – lose by five. They'd lose by a lot more. And That's then would you know, turn around and play an FCS team and put 70 on the board. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, 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 the results bear it out. 
And if Florida State played Jacksonville State 15 more times, they would win all of them by multiple touchdowns. You know, you have the one-offs and whatnot. I I get it, but we'll find out this weekend if Tulane was a one-off. Tulane has had a habit against ACC, Big 12, and SEC teams of playing close. Wake Forest in overtime, but a loss in 2018. Tight with Auburn, but a loss in 2019. When Willie Fritz was at Georgia Southern back in 2014, close against NC State, but a loss. Sam Houston State in 2010, where he coached there, close, actually had a lead at halftime over Baylor. They know how to get play these games close, and obviously a five-point loss to Oklahoma, but they haven't been able to quite get over the hump. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, a 40% chance of showers, low around 70 degrees. Thursday, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 84. And for your finally Friday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 86. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. 
I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The number of students under quarantine across the state is declining. At the end of August, over 23,000 students were quarantined, and as of late last week, that number has now been cut by more than 50%, down to 10,200. Additionally, the number of teachers out has dropped from 800 to 350. Since the beginning of the school year, over 20,000 students and 4,100 teachers have tested positive for COVID-19. And Mississippi native and former NFL linebacker Paris Harrelson has passed away at the age of 37. While no cause of death has been revealed, the San Francisco 49ers shared the news of his, quote, sudden passing Monday afternoon. Originally from Flora, Harrelson was a standout at Madison Central High School and ranks fifth all-time for sacks at Tennessee. Harrelson spent nine years in the NFL, seven with the 49ers and two with the Saints. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. If you are a consumer of the Thunder and Lightning podcast hosted by Brian Haydad with Robbie Falk, then you are familiar with what he does on late Saturday night, early Sunday morning following Mississippi State games, be it a win or a loss. Um, These things are true. Just no, it. I mean, things no. that are true. These are getting. the things that are true. Nailed it. These are the things that are true. That's what he says. One for three to get you in the Hall of Fame. And Hey Dad's list tends to vary between all oh, eight and nine items and fifteen or sixteen items based on what he sees on a given Saturday. We don't have time 
for that. No. But we're going to narrow it down a little bit. And I'm going to moderate Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with these are the things that are true. Did I get it right? Yeah. Did I not say it right? You gotta, you gotta really. These are the things that are true. Okay, that that that's your stick. So yeah, we don't have time for ten. We don't have time for sixteen of them. We don't have time for eight of them. We're gonna narrow it down to four. Hey, Dad, the four most important from what you saw on Saturday about Mississippi State and going into Memphis. These four things are true right now for Mississippi State. We've done a good job of hitting on some of them in the three shows we've done this week. But, one, I feel like we're unfairly harsh on Will Rogers. Uh, Two, State has to find a way to force the ball into Tulu Griffin, Jameer Calvin, Jaden Wally's hands. Those three guys are your playmakers in the passing game. Three, it is absolutely hysterical to me to watch Mike Leach win with defense. And then four, Mississippi State's going to a bowl game. Mississippi State is going to win at least six games this year. They will be in a bowl. So if, if you said th- those are the four things that I, I of, of I think I had nine or ten on on Saturday. I don't remember, but those to me are the top four. And number one is number one. I think you know, and I, and I'm guilty of it too. But there's got to be a little bit more patience with Will Rogers. For a guy who's in, who hasn't even started a full season's worth of games, his numbers are good. He's got room to improve. This system has made lesser quarterbacks into into huge numbers. There, there's no reason to believe it can't happen again. Michael Borky, I'm gonna throw you a quick curveball. Let you let you think on your feet here. You've watched every snap of both of Mississippi State's games so far. I have not. When you look at Mississippi State, four things that are true right now about Mississippi State. Still have issues on the offensive line. Better against NC State, but they're going to see significantly better defensive fronts moving forward. Not this Saturday, but but moving forward they will. Uh, I do think they have upgraded at wide receiver. The transfer portal was very good. Very good to Mississippi State. It's still not an explosive offense. They're not testing defenses vertically yet. They may not ever. But as far as receiver talent, it's not just Wally and then what feels like a significant drop-off. They've got a group of guys that clearly have upgraded. And thanks to the transfer portal for that. So offensive line issues, still there. Have upgraded at wide receiver. I think they kind of still are going to have to win games the way they did uh, last year. They're going to have to play defense and win games on defense and special teams and just hope they get enough points from their offense to really get them there. But uh, they are who we thought they are, thought they were in the front six. So there's four, right? Offensive line, wide receivers upgraded, have to win games kind of ugly at times. And the front six is who we thought they were going to be, which is a very good thing. Even though I have not watched every snap of both of Mississippi State games, I want to take a stab at this as well. In my mind, these things are true. These four things are true about Mississippi State. 
Tulu Griffin is electric. And if you kick the ball to him in a kickoff situation, you are a moron. Number two, Mississippi State is better at wide receiver. Across the board, we knew what Jaden Wally was. We knew what Austin Williams was. The additions of Polk and Jameer... Calvin. Last name? Calvin. Huh? Jameer Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Those two additions to the receiving core are clear upgrades. Mississippi State's got dudes. Number three, you can win with Will Rogers. I don't know how big you can win with Will Rogers, but in terms of what Haydad is talking about, this is a bowl team, you can win at that level with Will Rogers. I'd love to see him continue to kind of develop in terms of arm strength and be able to get a little more zip on the ball and push the ball down the field a little bit more. But at a, are you good enough to get to six or seven and get to a bowl game? The answer is yes, you can win with Will Rogers. And number four, Zach Arnett's a dude. I mean, he's got talent on that side of the ball. I understand that. And they're pretty elite at cornerback if both of those guys, Emerson and Forbes, play to the level at which they're capable. Got some guys on the defensive line. Got some guys at linebacker. But the ability to tie all of that together in a scheme that I think is still a little baffling for some of the offenses that deal with it, he's a stud. So those are my four things that are true for Mississippi State. Borky, give me four things that are true right now for Ole Miss. The defense is better. How much better remains to be seen. They clearly play better defense. Tackling assignments have upgraded in the transfer portal, specifically at one linebacker spot. Uh, They are better defensively. We'll find out how much, but definitely a more competent, capable unit that might actually, might actually hold Alabama to more than 47 yards that they could not gain in the game. Like, that's a possibility here in a couple of weeks. But yes, they have upgraded there. Uh, Two, I think it's true that they have not really opened up the offense yet. I think we've seen two pretty vanilla schemes against Louisville and Austin P. They are very creative, or at least they were a year ago, and I didn't see much creativity in the first two weeks. That's coming when it needs to come. It just hasn't yet. Uh, Matt Corral is, so far, who Ole Miss fans were hoping he would be. He is clearly playing at the level at the moment, and he did last year as well, with the exception of one game and a half of another, of a first-round pick. He has has always had the ability to be that guy. It looks like, so far, he's made the one adjustment he's needed to make, not forcing the football where it doesn't belong. If that continues, he is a first-round pick. There is no absolutely no doubt about it. And life without Elijah Moore is going to be just fine. Great player, one of the best wide receivers in the history of the school that has put many guys in the NFL. They're all right without him. Those are four things from Michael Borky that are true about Ole Miss. Let me try four. Otis Reese is a future star in the NFL. He is physically gifted. He can play multiple positions. He looks the part. He plays smart. You know, whatever his issues were at Georgia that he decided to uh, move on, Otis Reese is special on the defensive side. Based on what I've seen through two weeks across college football, 
Matt Corral is the best college quarterback in the country. Based on two weeks. May not feel that way at the end of the season. May not feel that way after Saturday. But when I look at him, he is completely in control. His decision-making has been, if not perfect, pretty close to perfect through two weeks. He's not forcing things when they're not there. It's got to be a little better in terms of knowing when to get down because this team goes as Matt Corral goes. Yeah, you don't need to be taking hits in the third quarter of a game against Austin P, dude. Slide. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make sense. Does not make sense. Uh, number three. Ole Miss will win a game this year because of Caden Costa. Their field goal kicker. Remember how the whole, you know, field goals never happen in the Ole Miss offense thing? It's real easy to say that when you don't have a guy that can make field goals. He looks the part. He's got to be stronger on the kickoff. I mean, Ole Miss has not been good in terms of kickoff. They've got like two touchbacks through two games, and they've scored a bunch of touchdowns and had a bunch of kickoffs so far. He's not getting the ball into the end zone, but in terms of field goal kicking, four for four, and there's confidence in that piece of the game. And number four, offensive line's got to be better. And we kind of joked about that with the pro football focus comments just a little while ago. Ole Miss has played against Louisville and Austin P so far. They ran the ball with great success against Austin P, but come on, man. Come on. That offensive line has got to be better. They've got to be a little bit better in terms of pass blocking. I think they've got to be significantly better in run blocking. Those are the four things that I think are true about Ole Miss right now. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. A minor accident causing a bit of delay in Hines County, I-55 southbound just past the Pearl Street exit, exit 96A. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a good evening. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. River Trust Federal Credit Union. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports. Brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. In the constant event of a lifetime, come experience the dynamic energy of one of the most accomplished musicians of our time, Carlos Santana. 
Blessings and Miracles Tour 2021, September 26th, Brandon Amphitheater. Take a trip through the hits from Woodstock to Supernatural and a backwards flip into the unknown. Reserve seat tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. What is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, we got six and six minutes left. Let's squeeze in two things quickly. Ceasefire text line. I respect Richard's opinion and generally agree, but Matt Corral is not even in the top twenty-five of QBR quarterback rating this season against pretty weak competition. I think it's a little premature to say he's the best quarterback in the country. I responded to that. So I got no issue with that opinion at all. But I would ask who you would take based solely on the first two weeks of the season over Matt Corral. So guys, let's group think it. What quarterback have you seen, not based on preconceived notion or preseason watch list or whatever, based on what you've seen on the field through two weeks, what quarterback would you take over Matt Corral? The only one that I, I feel like you that Bryce Young, yeah, is the only one you can say. Who also say who else has had a better start? There really isn't anybody. Yeah, Bryce Young in the win over Miami had the best start for an Alabama quarterback in their, their first game. Literally their best start in the history of the program. I assume his QBR is lower than Corral's because against... Let's not forget with QBR, that is a statistic that ESPN invented out of thin air. It's not the best statistic in the world. But I mean, against... Because look look at him you know against Mercer. He's 19 of 27 for 
227 yards and three TDs. So he completes 70% of his passes and scores three times, doesn't turn the ball over. His QBR is 35.5. What am I supposed to take from that? Yeah. So um, I don't, I don't use that as a be-all, end-all. Yeah, through two games for Bryce Young, 571 yards through the air, 71% completion percentage, seven touchdowns, no picks. He's been sacked twice. It's been great. It just it's been really a, good. A different yeah. challenge this week, though. I mean, it's it's easy. I say it's easy. It's not as hard opening the season against a very inferior opponent in a very friendly stadium in Atlanta. What a tough place to play for him. Then you come back and play Mercer, and the student section's empty and all that. And no matter what Nick Saban says in a press conference, you don't take them seriously. Now he's about to be challenged. He's never played in an environment like this before, ever. Never done it. We'll see. I mean, it's an Alabama quarterback. I'm sure he'll be just fine. But we haven't seen this yet from him. He hasn't gotten to experience 90,000 people against him before. It changes things. We'll say, look, I mean, we may emerge from week three, and I may say, look, I didn't know there's not a quarterback in the country that's better than Bryce Young right now. And I will admit to you, I mean, I've watched every snap of the first two games for Ole Miss, and so maybe that shades it how I look a little bit. I just Here's the thing for me that, that stands out more than anything else right now. It's how comfortable and in control Matt Corral looks. Like, through two games, he has looked completely unflappable. That may change. It may change this week against Tulane. It may change in two weeks against Alabama. It may change in three weeks against Arkansas, et cetera. And put together an entire body of work. So, there you go. Hey, finally, we'll finish with this. Out of the top ten in the AP Top 25, who do you believe has the easiest road remaining to a berth in the college football playoff. I'll give you numbers in just a second. Just top of your head. Easiest road remaining to a college football playoff. Our listeners should Clemson. know this because we talked Clemson. about it going into the week, into the first week. Yep, Clemson. Though they do have a loss, Clemson does not play a single team for the rest of the year that is currently ranked in the top 25. Alabama's got five. What a joke. Number number seven, number 11, number 17, number 20, and number 22. Georgia still has on the schedule 20, 22, and 11. Oklahoma has one game remaining against the top 25 team. That's number 14. Oregon, one, number 13. Iowa will play two, 10, and 18. Clemson, none. Texas A&M has games remaining against number 20, number 1, number 22, and number 17. Cincinnati will play one. That's number 12. Ohio State, two. Number 10 and number 25. And number 10, Penn State, has games remaining against number 22, number 5, number 9, and number 25. If you go down to receiving votes... Clemson only plays two teams that are receiving votes. <laughs> there you go. Pittsburgh and Boston College. Look, you can talk about how great the SEC is, and I know people get tired of hearing that, but the SEC teams that are ranked in the top ten, Alabama, five games against the top 25, Georgia, three. 
Texas A&M, four. Playing the Big 12, you got one top 25 game left. If you play in the Pac 12, you got one top 25 game left. You play in the ACC, you got none. Playing the American, you got one. That's it. That's something to think about. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Hope you enjoy your evening. We'll be back with you tomorrow afternoon at 3.06. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Good night. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.